Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports today here on FNTSY. We'll recap the Monday night football game. We've got quarterback conundrums everywhere around the league. Joe Pizapia and Craig Mish tackling it all on Fantasy Sports Today, which starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. And welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Craig Mish. She is Joe Pizapia. You can follow Joe on Twitter at Joe Pizapia17. Me on Twitter. I am at Craig Mish, of course. Sean Guastamacchia is producing this show today. You'll catch him later today on At the Window on the Fantasy Sports TV network, otherwise now known as Sports Grid TV on Zumo TV. Catch Sean's show. Does a great job with that in terms of wagering. And a great job uh, wagering with us last night, Joe, as it uh, turns out. Uh, wow, like what a dud of a game that turned out to be. Another quarterback goes down, Joe, so we'll get into that. We're going to spend a lot of times, by the a lot of time, by the way, on the show on quarterbacks. But uh, I feel like I, I'm fortunate that I only wasted about 15 minutes of my life on that game last night, which was uh, arguably one of the worst Monday night football games, I think, in years. It was certainly not very good. I'm going to ask you a question, Craig. What's uglier, the Trevor Simeon ankle injury or the uh, future of the 2019 Jets season? Go. Uh, the, the ankle injury. The ankle injury. Okay. That yeah. was pretty gross. I was going to say, was. that was it pretty was. Uh, You know, Jets still gross. get two games against Miami. So, um, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. So, so at some <laughs> point, uh, you know, look, the Jets t- win totals going under. I think that's obvious. But. Uh, Jets will win some games. They still have Le'Veon no, Bell. Was- you know, uh, Darnold will come back in the last 10 games of the season. Joe, they could win four games. Uh, but you're right. You're right. Look, they, they did not. The Jets did not go into the season, Joe, uh, thinking that they were a six win team. I mean, that, I mean, they'll, they'll salvage somewhat of their season. But when you hire a brand new head coach and Adam Gase and you sign Le'Veon Bell to that contract and you have C.J. Mosley. And your season in terms of playoffs is basically over in September, Joe. You're 100 percent right. It's it's going to be a very ugly campaign for them. It wouldn't shock me if Gase was one and done either. Like if he was one of these guys came in and then just went nope, and they just turned the page again. And again, it's I thought that was the weirdest hire ever. I really did to hire a guy who failed in your division and say, oh, I know who's going to turn our organization around. That guy, that guy who was an immense failure that we played twice a year. That's the guy that I want to turn things around. I watched the first half of this game, and by the end of the first half, I knew this game was over. 
especially when Falk was playing uh, quarterback there. It would have been easier if Marshall Falk was playing quarterback, potentially. <laughs> what did you turn but, on after the game, by the way? Uh, I, just, I, turned, I, I, of course, watch wrestling because I do the oh, wrestling right. show. Yeah, so yeah, I was uh, flipping yeah. over to uh, catch up on that. Raw. You should have. It was way more entertaining. I can tell you that. Uh, we, we, way probably, more we, we probably should spend more time on that than the game. I mean, honestly, <laughs> well, it, was, it was it was so bad. I mean, there was I mean, two good plays. To, it was basically uh, ba- well, Chubb had a touchdown, but Chubb had ba- the touchdown too. Baker Mayfield to Beckham a couple times. And, and you did that, those are the only highlights you needed. There was nothing else to watch in that game. Well, was, and I'll tell you what, from the Browns perspective, Craig, I thought this was one of those games where. After getting absolutely shellacked at home, the best thing that could have happened to them would be the Jets next and not just the Jets, but like the soft Jets with really, you know, no quarterback, no Mosley, all these issues. Right. And they, I think, got their confidence back up. I think this was the exact kind of game the Cleveland Browns needed at Freddie Kitchens needed in the first quarter. You know, you could see Greg Williams kind of like, you know kind of getting Kitchen's head a little bit in Kitchen's kitchen, as it were, as I make a dad joke. But still, eventually that was not going to last. And Baker Mayfield made a couple good throws there. Obviously, Odell Beckham Mm -hmm. back in the Meadowlands making highlights. That's what he does, where he's very comfortable. Although that whole thing with the visor was kind of funny. Do you not know what's a visor you can wear and not wear? I thought that was so bizarre. I thought these what? receivers, man, they're all they all have these quirks about them. Helmets, visors. Like, I mean, for us, we it's picked my, the wrong it, job. It, it, we well, should for have been us, we complain about microphones. You know, that's <laughs> man, are boy, we using the right microphone. Wow, microphone? we are we are lame by comparison. <laughs> like, he's pretty much. Like a, <laughs> I mean, we're all we're all in we're all in competition to have the least hair. That's, uh, that's well, that's I'm winning cool. there. I can you tell are, you that. You, I am. You are. I am winning. number one in the rankings, baby. The power rankings. I'm not far behind. Yeah. Well, not body hair so much there because I'm a tank, so I still got that going for me but the oh, top of the head yeah well it's not like gross i'm not one of those people you know like the sweater people no it's not like that not anywhere near that bad but um i'll tell you what i'll i did watch for it. <laughs> come on we'll go hang out by the pool you'll make uh take but no I, I did watch um before the game you know a little downtime I actually had some quiet time no kids last night and i had uh watched the showtime documentary on julian edelman 100 have you seen this i have not it's quite good. I highly recommend it. Um, even if you hate the Patriots, I think it's an interesting look into, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a documentary person. I like stories. I especially stories about interesting people coming from interesting places and, and all of that. And, you know, whether it be music or, or sports or what have you, or film. And this was a, a really good uh, storytelling. It basically told the story from the injury all the way to uh, the Super Bowl of last year, he even, even touched on the suspension and all that stuff too. And, you know, a rift between him and his father about that and, you know, him screwing up and all that. And it was very good. It was really well done. Very different kind of documentary. The tone of it was very unique. So if you're a football fan, I think you should give it a shot. If you hate the Patriots, it might be hard to watch for at times, but okay. uh, I think cool, a cool documentary, cool hour of your life. If you're a big football fan. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll look into it. I got to catch the Wu Tang one first before I do the the uh, Edelman. I one. didn't see the Wu Tang one, but I I love the Tribe Called Quest one that Michael Rappaport did. That Michael Rappaport yeah. narrates this one as oh, uh, Julian okay. Edelman. Cool. So there you go. There you go. All right, cool. Um, real quick, let's get to a couple of other issues, and then we can move away from this. Uh, yesterday, Joe, real quick, we hit on this, but uh, Roethlisberger uh, is you know out for the season. Mason Rudolph takes over there. And the news, it gets a little bit better for Pittsburgh as they acquire Minka Fitzpatrick yesterday from the Miami Dolphins for a first round pick and they swap some other picks. So any idea or any notion, Joe, that the Steelers are tanking, this was a message sent, I think, to the fans that, hey, look, we're still in this thing to win. Whether or not that happens, we don't know. But a positive message at least sent to their fan base that they're trying, clearly giving up a one for next year. They're still trying for this year. 
Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about this, and I know we don't have a lot of time in this first segment, but I know in the next segment we'll kind of expand on it. I thought this was curious, especially considering where they might be at the end of the year and win totals when you look at the schedule now. Maybe we'll have to go through game by game, but certainly the the thing that kind of yesterday sunk in for me was, you know, you had uh, Tom Brady's era of quarterback all kind of move along, like Peyton Manning's gone, a couple of his other contemporaries that he got drafted with gone, and then this next rung of quarterbacks after him Eli Manning is on his last legs, literally mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, yeah, we see sure. Drew Brees out now. We see Ben Roethlisberger out, and they're looking like the end. And then there's Tom Brady out there just still being Tom Brady. It's it's, unbe- it's unbelievable. He's like a cyborg, I swear to God. Yeah, he could play till 50. I mean, I don't see why he can't play till he's 45. I don't know why. If you look at him play right now, does it look like a guy in decline at all? Because it Not doesn't at all. to me. Not at all. He'll have a bad game, and then people will throw that out there. I think we saw that last year, too. But look, at the end of the year, Brady's going to throw for 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, and... There's no reason why he can't keep on going. The only scary thing is that he's like the kind of guy that I'd only even want to see decline. Uh, Agreed. You know, like, yeah. like Vinatieri, you know, like that's just sad to see that. Like, like I Pete wish Manning. he would get out. I, if Manning, he won right? again, I like, wonder. Manning played yeah. one year too long, right? He did. And uh, and if I was Tom Brady, if Tom Brady, any point in time, Tom Brady wants to hang it up. He can. Obviously, that's Tom Brady. Of course. But yeah. if if he wins one more and he goes to seven and they, he leaves as Hank, no one's won more Super Bowls as an organization. He can hang his hat on that. And he did it all in one era. That it doesn't get much better to leave on that note, but I just think the guy loves to play football, and I don't know if we're ever yeah. going to see anything like this again. We're seeing these guys oh, retire no. at thirty. It's this is over. This is like Cal no. Ripken kind of, of stuff. Man. Oh yeah, no doubt, He's best ever. No, it's not even an argument there. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, we will hit the opening drive here on the show. We've got first down through fourth down, some hot topics and fantasy in reality, and everything else that's going on. Uh, also, an exercise, probably I would say an exercise in futility in fantasy. Not an exercise in fantasy, but an exercise in futility. Because now that we've lost two of the top 13 quarterbacks. How about three? Fantasy, Don't forget luck. True. Going back to July. So three of the top 13. I mean, Ben's like a borderline yeah. one. But let's say top 13, top 14 quarterbacks. Let's re-rank these quarterbacks for the rest of the season in fantasy. And this is, as I say, it should be an exercise in fantasy, but it's just going to be, it was so hard for me to do this going past like the first tier. It's incredible. So uh, we'll do that next. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia. Also, you'll want to stay tuned because coming up a little bit later in the show, we're going to talk to Derek Brown, who, of course, uh, does a great job with the Black Book. So don't go away. Fantasy Sports Today. More coming next. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract they've helped thousands of people and they're a plus rated with a bbb so if you feel scammed get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed call n-o-w 800-804-7060 800-804-7060 800-804-7060 that's 800-804-7060 What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? 
Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Benny Pivots fakes chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Fantasy Sports Today presents First play from scrimmage The opening drive The first play of the game From the opening play And all the way for a touchdown And here we go This is the opening drive for September 17th 2019 Craig Mish, Joe Pizzapia here with you on the show, we've got you for two hours every day, noon to two Eastern, and then we turn it over to full-time fantasy with Adam Ronis and Dr. Roto. And speaking of which, let's start off with first down. And I thought that Steve Young on ESPN put it pretty well yesterday. Uh, Jalen Ramsey wants out of Jacksonville. So, Joe, this is like, it, this is not really about Jalen Ramsey to me. This is just about the league in general. Players who have wanted trades have gotten them, and within like a 72-hour period, yesterday Steve Young went on this rant for like two or three minutes in their pregame show basically saying that the NFL is turning into the NBA where when players want trades, they get to get moved. Do you see it the same way? Now does Ramsey get moved all of a sudden, and what kind of precedent is this setting for the league? There's one difference between the two. NBA has a lot more guaranteed money in it. And Major League Baseball has all the guaranteed money. That's why you see a lot less of the demandings of trades in baseball as opposed to other sports because of all that guaranteed money. And it's funny because I think we've we've hit a spot now where in every profession, you know, you can be hired by a company. But at a certain point after you work in the industry, people feel like, well, why am I going to stay in this company? If this company doesn't treat me right or this company doesn't respect me. I'm going to go to another company in this industry. Sound familiar, Craig? I know yeah. it does to me. No, no, I don't. No, no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, no what, that's idea like what you're talking about. <laughs> right, exactly. But it's funny because it's starting to filter over to sports, which is intriguing because we're in a place in our in our society where. Our whole lives, we've always said, well, our team is our team, and there's this loyalty effect. And if I'm loyal to the team, then the employees, which is what they are at the end of the day, should be loyal to their team. But yet, this is the same person. They go and they, you know, they work at Home Depot or whatever it is, and the person's giving them a hard time, their boss, and they happen to work in, you know, whatever department it is. Like, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going to work here. I'm going to go to Ace Hardware. I'm going to go work somewhere else. You know, everybody has that ability. But in sports, there's contracts and these other things that kind of keep you in a place for a while. And the lack of guaranteed money sometimes makes that a very curious thing because the window for these players is so short. My problem with this is if I'm the Jaguars, I tell Jalen Ramsey, hey, hang in there, kid. Uh, we love you. You're an extraordinary talent. We don't want you to go anywhere because the truth is the Jaguars are 5-13 and 13 since they lost that AFC. Actually, you know what? 5-14 and 14 since they lost that AFC championship game. So there's a better – if I'm the Jaguars, I want Jalen Ramsey more than I want Doug Marone. And I know you can hang a lot of decisions on the GM, too, and a lot of the Bortle stuff and all the other things. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But at the end of the day, it's about winning in this league. And Doug Marone, I was always on the fence about. 
this team has not been good for for quite some time since that game in New England. And you know what? You can hang part of that on him too because that loss, that game was in their hands. So Jalen Ramsey, just sit tight. If I'm the owner, I tell him, sit tight, man. We're going to choose you over the coach in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't see it exactly the same way. Uh, I, I do think that Marone... You know, his job is somewhat in jeopardy, but I think it is too early to, to speak to that because from a talent perspective, Joe, they're, the Jacksonville to me is a, a, a tier way below. And they also lost their starting quarterback. So he did, uh, you know, and, and Marone did have a great season two years ago with them, getting them all the way to the championship. And it is a what have you done for me lately league. But, you know, how do you explain Dan Quinn still having a job with Atlanta if that's the case? So um, I'm going to lightly disagree with this take. And I'm going to say that they move Ramsey, keep Marone and give him another shot next year because I mean look you, you get a franchise quarterback like Foles you lose him I don't, I don't know what the expectation has to be for the rest of the year same with New Orleans same with Pittsburgh so that's you know kind of the way I see that one uh, okay second down Minka Fitzpatrick he's dealt to the Steelers for a first round pick Dolphins are 21 point underdogs this week at Dallas it may be time to actually start going against the Dolphins with these points like I, I don't know I, I, know, I don't, I I don't like doing it I don't like doing it Joe I didn't do it last week you I probably I, I probably won't do it again this week. It's just so hard to lay three touchdowns. In I know, one but it's game. on the road in Dallas of all places. I don't know, man. I don't know that I could do it, but I'm definitely now more on board than I was last week with this because Fitzpatrick is their second to best player on defense after Xavier Howard, and and now Joe like good for the Steelers and good to show their fan base that they're still in this thing. But historically speaking, have we ever seen a team like this in the NFL? And what Miami is doing is is basically. Uh, 0-16 is is a probability is a is a possibility now and it's becoming a probability now mm-hmm. I've never seen that going into the year even when Detroit went 0-16 that year they were trying they played a lot of close games but yeah, I remember you gave me the one and a half over under a couple weeks uh, was that two weeks ago right you said uh, everyone's yeah. gonna win a game or two they'll fall into a game or two I'm, I'm, well, now I'm starting to ch- now I'm starting yeah. look I mean based on these trades I mean look Fitzpatrick at that point we hadn't heard a thing about him he's the second best player on their defense and so if, if this is their play, if they trade Xavier Howard, I mean, then, yeah, I mean, look, at that point, there's nothing left on the defense. Xavier Howard tweeted out last night, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in the room with nothing there. I, it's, it's it's crazy to me, you know, um, you know, in uh, in New Jersey at that. At, I think it was at the FanDuel. Um, I did get the Dolphins under five, which seems to be like I could catch that now, probably. But, Joe, I, I'm so sad for fans that have to. This is worse than paying for the preseason, isn't it? It's pretty bad. I mean, it's this might be historically bad. And to your point, just looking ahead to week three, it's hard not to think that the 21 won't go up by the time we get to Friday. Yeah. 2022, 20, 20, 20, it was it it up it 19. It opened up 19. Well, I was 21 when I saw it yesterday. I don't know what it is now. Did it go up from 21 since yesterday's uh, trade? I, I could check real quick. As I don't know. All I know is that I still feel comfortable there, especially on the road. I mean, if the Dolphins do fall into a W, I don't think they're going to fall into it against Dallas Cowboys and I don't think they're going to fall into it um on the road anywhere. I just it's it's difficult. And on the Steelers side of this one for a minute if we just if we may, can you explain this to me because are you looking ahead and thinking okay, we're still going to be a competitive football team this year because I don't see how this is more than a 5-win team right now. You're already 0 and 2. You still have a ton of in-division games against the Ravens who look pretty sharp, uh who Cleveland was is certainly going to be competitive, that's for sure. I don't understand where they're going with this because isn't the key if you want to start turning things over to start getting young, controllable players? And I'm not saying Minka's not, but he's going to be in year three now next year of that deal. 
And I just thought this was bizarre. Did they think that like he's better than anything they would have gotten? No, in the first it was a year? message. It was a fan base message. I think. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I think, think you know what it is. It's the it's the fan base message that they think Mason Rudolph can play quarterback and and do something. Uh, I'm just, not I'm not sure I about that. I think it's more of to show that we're never going to be in a situation where we're going to quit. I, I think. And by the way, their defensive backs have been horrible too, which which also they have absolutely. The he, but it's but no, I, I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. Look, he may be okay. Mason Rudolph, and and again, I saw him play a lot at college. I think people are being very foolish, just jumping out there and saying he was great at Oklahoma State and he's going to be awesome. Because I am telling you now, if that was the case, he would have been a first round pick or a second round pick, and he was not. And they knew Ben was toward the end. Remember, they only signed Ben to that extension this off season. So, the, you know, the notion that of him was being, an overreaction for the fan base too. I think. Yeah, so I, I'm slowing my roll a little on Mason Rudolph only because I think that he was a – look, Mike Gundy, who was the coach there, he was a big he, – he's put guys in that system, and they have been awesome there and horrible everywhere else. So I am I am going to slow my roll with this until I see a little bit more. I know that sometimes on Hot Take TV and radio, you're going to get a lot of this, that he's going to be a star. I am not willing to do that with I won't guy. say star, but I'll say when you start making trades like this, it sends the message that there's confidence. And I think as a fantasy owner in a super flex league, if you're bidding this week, if you're one of these people that lost Roethlisberger or Breeze or any of these other quarterbacks that are on the triage unit that is quarterback, I think that it gives you just a little bit of a bump in your confidence level. Whether or not it translates, you bring up yeah, a lot of great yeah. points. I would we'll take Teddy out. B. I would take Teddy B. I would go for him over him. That yeah, but one of them's temporary situation. One of them's full season. I still would go Teddy B. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I would. I would still go Teddy B for eight weeks as opposed to the whole season with, with Rudolph. Rudolph could be out of a job in eight weeks. Uh, okay, Pat Shermer, third down. Very vague about his quarterback situation here. We're running out of time for this segment, Joe. So uh, who starts this week, Manning or Jones, in your opinion? Uh, Manning starts but doesn't finish. That's what I think is going to yeah, happen I there. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's why I need, a, in my Superflex League, another quarterback. And then uh, fourth down here. Uh, <laughs> listen, I made it through. I made it through two I know, weeks. I know. Like, I know. Uh, by the way, the team that lost has Christian McCaffrey. so he's up That's why every, every Superflex I was in, I took Daniel Jones with my last pick because I just knew it was going to be inevitable as my third quarterback. He'd yeah, be there by right. October. Yeah, made that mistake. All right, a uh, woman eats cheese sandwich her whole life, according to the New York Post, Joe. Uh, if there was one thing that you would have to eat for your entire life from birth till now, would you have a choice? If there was one thing, one choice, what would it be? Oh, my God. It's easy for me. I don't know. I could eat chicken all the time. I could I eat pizza. pizza. I could eat pizza all day long. Yeah, well, pizza gives you the varyings of toppings, though, so you could like do it in soda. You get a breakfast pizza, you get a dessert pizza. Yep. Uh, but what what is with you and this? Like this kid ate only Pringles all day, or this I person has these. These are hilarious. Do you have like a, is this like a Facebook page that you like? No, like, no people who only up. eat with Craig Mish. No, it just <laughs> this is your up. next show, by the way. Yeah, people who eat up. one thing with Craig Mish. Yep. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll re rank quarterbacks in fantasy next. Don't go away. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia here until 2 o'clock Eastern. If you're listening live on the iHeartRadio app or the FNTSY radio app, appreciate that for sure. Don't forget, you can also listen on demand. Please like and subscribe to the show on iTunes or Android, also over on Stitcher. And if you're not into apps or you are uh, old, the older variety, no offense, you can always go to our, the website uh, sportsgrid.com and also catch us over on audioboom.com. Doesn't matter where you listen to the audio, it's just actually listening to this audio, which gives us a little boost in our rating. So we appreciate that certainly if you will do that for sure. So look, we're, we're down now to losing a minimum. And if you want to throw luck in there, I think that's probably fine because going into the draft season, this really happened right before the year. So we're looking at like four or five of the 32 quarterbacks that are already out, not even including Eli Manning, who looks like he could be on the way out as well. So, Joe, I think it would be a good exercise for people to understand how you and how I view quarterbacks the rest of the way in fantasy. And we're not going one through 32 here. It's a little ridiculous. But let's let's take a look at the top 
tier quarterbacks for people who are playing in a 12 team league. Let's start off and I'm going to ask you about your, let's say your top, uh, who's your top. T- I know you don't love tiers, but who are your top guys? Well, I do. I, okay. I love tiers. I love, okay. I love rankings. My problem is I hate straight rankings because they do nothing for you. And this is why relative position value is so much more valuable to the fantasy owner from the black books than every fool that goes out there, whether no, no matter the smartest of the smart and they work for NFL network or they're, you know, just independent person who just decides I'm going to put my rankings out there. It doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. It's not a strategy. It's not an approach. It's not a, it's not going to show you what the value of these players are. That's my biggest problem with the straight rankings. Now I'll play the game because I'm a good sport, but just to kind of go back, if you paid attention to, the black book this year. And I know a lot of people did because we were number one for like eight weeks in fantasy sports on Amazon. We sold a ton of books, which means that Patrick Mahomes, you knew as a QB one was about 26% better or 25% better than the average quarterback one in your league. So if you took the risk, you were getting an advantage with him. After that, the drop off was to luck in the teens and then Deshaun Watson. And then basically by the time you hit quarterback five, Boom, you were already in the what I call that fantasy negative zone, which means that there's no advantage yet over and over again. You will see people taking quarterbacks there in those single quarterback leagues. And that is has become destruction right now It's become absolute destruction because Roethlisberger, Breeze, all these guys that, you know, you could just take them here, take them there. And you're missing out on valuable wide receivers and, and tight ends and, and running backs that you need for the depth and you need for the bye weeks when you only have that one quarterback to play. So it's either basically, I kept telling everybody, it's Mahomes or bust. It's Mahomes or you wait and you go after guys like Lamar Jackson. You go after Josh Allen. You piece it together. You find a way. You go with Jared Goff late. Nobody wanted for some reason. So for me, it's still Mahomes, number one, period, end of story. I'm still going to have Deshaun Watson too. This was a tough game this past week for Deshaun Watson. He looked great in week one. The offensive line I know is troublesome, but still for me, I'm still not there yet with Lamar Jackson. I want to see him go against real competition, real defense before I start anointing him as the contender for number one because right now it's Mahomes and everybody else. Watson two, Lamar Jackson three. I'm going to put Goff four because – I think all the pieces are healthy, and I think pe- people just vastly underrate him as a fantasy quarterback. He might not always make the right throw all the time. He might still have those moments where you roll your eyes, but still, when you look up, the stats are there, and that's all I care about. Number five, now that you've added in Antonio Brown, I'm going to go with Tom Brady at number five. I just am. You look at the schedule now. You look at the weapons, and we'll see. Who knows? By the end of the week, maybe he doesn't have Antonio Brown, but I have to rank them right now. Number six is Dak Prescott because that team just looks more complete and he looks confident. And for the first time, he's the guy making plays, just trying not instead of trying to be the guy who just doesn't screw up. Uh, I'm still going to have Matt Ryan seven because I'm not giving up on this offense yet. Schedule is favorable for them too. number eight is Rodgers. I'm just not feeling the Aaron Rodgers this year. I'm just not. I think you're seeing a decline there over the last year or so. I know this touchdown to recept to interception ratio is very good. I'm still just not feeling him. Uh, Philip Rivers. At number nine, Russell Wilson at 10, Josh Allen for me at 11 because of what he can do with his legs. And um, actually, you know, I think I screwed up here and I wrote Ryan twice. So I'm going to put Baker Mayfield at my 12 right now. So Baker Mayfield just sneaks in. So uh, we we see it similarly. I'll I'll go through mine here. Um, I am going to put Lamar Jackson uh, ahead of Deshaun Watson here. I think tier wise, if I had to do it, I would put uh, Mahomes one in a tier by himself. 
then I would put uh, Jackson and Watson in a tier by themselves. And then I would go from there. So why do I have Wentz so high and you don't even have him in the top 12? Is that an oversight, Joe, or or, or not? Uh, I don't know. I, I think... Is it an oversight like, by you, basically? Did you forget to put No, him in? no, it's, it's, it <laughs> might be an oversight the top by 12? me. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I mean, honestly... I'll tell like, you what, I will, I will bump Baker Mayfield out for Carson yeah, Wentz. Yeah, I, I mean, can you have uh, uh, Josh Allen over Carson Wentz? I mean, I don't know. Um, I, again, we're not talking about pure quarterbacks. We're talking about fantasy quarterback. Oh yeah, and I'm no, not, no and, I, and I've and I've got to throw those rushing yards and that ability for him to run the football right now. And yeah. I, I think I'm a little Eagles worried about the Eagles. So bad, Joe. I think the Eagles' defense is so bad he's going to be throwing a lot. No, you, he's saying you're absolutely right. That's an oversight by me. That's a bad job by me there because I just kind of did this quick before the show. But yeah, so I'll bump Baker out. I'll put I'll put Wentz at twelve. I mean, I could make an argument there where I bump Rivers now, you know, with all the things going down there to 12 2. That's probably better. I'll tell you what, I'll reorder because I do believe you're right. And I'm not the fantasy analyst who's going to say, I'm never wrong because that's stupid. So, so I will bump Rivers down to 12. Guy. He's a top 10 guy. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have ones higher than you, which is fine. It's an opinion. I have Brady five, Rogers six, Wilson seven. I have Goff a little bit lower. I just even dating back to last year, I'm, I'm, you know, after what happened in the Super Bowl and New England shut him down, I'm just going to monitor him. Uh, Prescott's got to be moved up on everybody's list at this point. I think he was a borderline QB1 going into the year with the injuries. He definitely is now. Matt Ryan is 10 for me. I was very disappointed in his performance Sunday night. He didn't look good. He threw a lot of picks. And um, I think slowly but surely it's time to move him down even more. He had two juicy matchups week one and week two and didn't come through. Uh, Kyler Murray, I have at 11. He'll be moving up for me over the course of the season. I would guess that in two weeks, he'll be in the top 10. Phillip Rivers, I have at 12. And the guys who I just uh, left off the list, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield for sure. And also Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, I've been really impressed, uh, Joe, the first two weeks with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, look, he's played arguably two of the bottom five teams in the NFL. That has to be factored in. Can't ignore that for sure. When you're playing Cincinnati and Tampa, I've been very clear how I feel about Tampa this year and Cincinnati obviously after week one was just a mirage they were brutal this past week so uh, Jimmy G's matchups are going to get a lot tougher the rest of the way Joe but I gotta keep them right outside that top 12 but this just shows you that if, if forget a super flex league if you're playing in a 15 team league it is not a good situation for you at quarterback is it no, it's not. And uh, reordering my bottom, it would be Rodgers 8, Wilson 9, Allen 10, Wentz 11, Rivers 12. There were things I saw in that game on Sunday night that I did not like out of Carson Wentz. And I'm just concerned with the balance. And I, yes, the, the defense is bad. Yes, the run game hasn't been good. So you go, okay, going to throw a lot. But then that doesn't always equal to something perfect because then you become very predictable and that becomes a problem, I think, offensively for teams. And now Sean Jeffrey's never healthy and all the other things you could pile on there. So uh, I think Baker Mayfield and Murray are right there on that cusp. I'm not ready to put Murray in there yet for the same reason. They haven't really played anybody that I'm just freaking out about how good they are. I think the Ravens defense is not the Ravens defense that you're used to, and that's going to surprise a lot of people as they start to play better sure. competition, mm-hmm. but it's, it's fascinating. And I'll tell you what, just from eyeballing this, I can tell you right now, the drop off from where you would hit in relative position value. I didn't even work the numbers. I can just tell from the stats right now, just an eyeball shot at this, that when you hit, I guarantee you Mahomes is well, probably into the thirties now. 
in terms of RPV, then Watson's probably in the low teens with Lamar Jackson probably right there for me. And then after that, yeah, Jackson based on the results is is higher based on the results, but I can't, I can't just take the results. I got to take the results and then project a little bit just into what's he going to do the rest of the season when he faces defenses that actually have a clue. And how's that going to work when he has actual people spying him and actual, you know, defenses that can yeah, we'll see. Yeah. take care of some of these weapons that he has. I mean, you know, the Cardinals are not a test. The Dolphins oh, no. are certainly not, not a test. Of course he hasn't not. been tested yet. So I'm saying him and Watson are probably right neck and neck right now. Mm-hmm. And then after that, Golf and Brady are and Dak are probably that single digit where you're like, oh, it's a plus five, it's a plus eight, somewhere around there. And then after that, it's all negative. I guarantee you all those guys are in the negative, and the negative drops off pretty substantially. And this is why QB1's leagues, you just got to just wait. Yep. Now, in Superflex, this has become more complicated. Of man, course. oh, man, is this a complicated picture, Greg? Yeah, yeah. And, um, and obviously Ben Roethlisberger is out of the top 12. Drew Brees is out of the top 12. And the one uh, quarterback that everybody probably had in their top 12 but made the biggest mistake on, and now the correction is here, is Winston. And anybody who ranked him, you got to get him out there, just realizing it's not going to happen. Okay, uh, let's take a quick time out here on the show. Derek Brown's going to join us next from the Fantasy Black Book. Of course, Joe's great work that he does there. All kinds of fantasy discussion coming up next right here on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. Game time decisions. There's a lot of younger fans that are just kind of whatever, douchey, no matter what team uh, they follow. And like Cam State, like, not everyone's like Mike from Buffalo, like the old school uh, Cam. You yeah. know what I mean? There's a lot of those just sort of swarmy new type of kids. And even me, like, I wasn't even drinking yesterday, but I was here a couple of times. I was like, go Bills. And, you know, go Bills. Yeah, they just walk <laughs> past. You know what I mean? Thinking, hey, God, you guys are lame. Weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719. <laughs> Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. We had a pros versus Joes game. Clear pros versus Joes. And the pros beat the Joes. Pros had the Lions. The Joes had the Chargers as road favorites. And despite the fact that L.A. was the better team start to finish, Lions defense made enough plays to keep them in the game. And they kind of stole it at the end. Watch live weekdays, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on SportsGrid and Zumo TV, channel 719. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. 
Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. The window. As great as Lamar Jackson has looked throwing the football, we all knew he could run. It did come against the lowly Dolphins, the worst team in pro football, and the Arizona Cardinals, who have a really bad defense. And they have a lot of holes. And they were in that game to the end. They were right there. So I don't know how great the Ravens are, but I'm still favoring the Ravens, though. I think they have it right here. I want to make the case for the Browns, but I still like the Ravens in the division. Watch live weekdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV, channel 719. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. A party. <laughs> Ain't nothing but against the party. Welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. And uh, look, it's always never too early to get involved in some DFS action or talk about some recapping from last week and joining us now of course from the black book and does some great work in terms of dfs as well is derek brown who joins us now here on the show derek craig mish and joe pizapia here on fntsy thanks for coming on appreciate it hey guys thanks for having me it's a great time I mean, look we're already at week three isn't that crazy to say yeah i and and i think that you know what's going to happen next week derek i have a prediction for you Ooh, we're going to be at week four <laughs> you know you know that's my that I, i'm known for those bold kind of takes right there you know that, that's yeah that, hot take that's hot take I, mish that's what they call that, him here in the business that, that's how i've become a, a, a superstar radio host on fntsy radio with joe pizza <laughs> for, take, for takes just like that um oh, so so derek through the first two weeks of the season uh let's let's start off with this what has surprised you from a positive perspective and what has disappointed you from a negative perspective give me a couple of each year uh i guess what's um been a nice a, a nice turn of events is that all the love and and praise that people wanted for the, the vikings rush uh, attack has been absolutely worthwhile i mean dalvin cook has been a stud i don't even know where he's at in points but he's got to be top five the guy's just getting fed so that's been a nice thing to see um as far as letdowns, I'm kind of um, – where the heck is O.J. Howard gone uh, for all of this stuff with Bruce Arians? I, I, I'm really kind of scratching my head as to what they're doing down in Tampa because, it, I mean, Godwin's getting fed, but outside of that, this this passing offense that we kind of heard, they were going to be a, a lot of volume and a lot of different parts and pieces and 
you were basically going to jam all three of these guys into your fantasy rosters and just, you know, stack wins. And we're not seeing it so far. So at least in the early on, those are two things that have jumped out at me. Well, I'll tell you what, Derek, I'm, I'm telling you, OJ Howard is going to get healthy. I'm going to talk about an hour two of the show today. He's going to get healthy against the Giants. Worst team against a tight end ever. Don't worry, everybody. Don't panic. It's going to be fine. Derek, uh, obviously, you know, it's been an incredible ride here to open the season for some guys. Some other guys, not so much. Um, I know another guy we're going to talk about later, but I want to get your opinion on him is Devonta Freeman, who is somebody that I have a ton of shares of. Obviously, the first two weeks have not gone well, um, but I really don't see anybody usurping his role from within on that team. Is this somebody where you just have to wait out the storm or should you be figuring out other solutions to this problem just in case it does not get better than this all year? I think he's a hold for right now. I mean, I hope that he gets more work and he has a better game versus the Colts this week. You want, I guess what we've all been hoping for is that the Falcons are going to use the running backs more in the past game, like that Freeman's going to get work there because through the first two weeks, the defenses that he faced, you can beat them with running backs through the air, but we didn't see that. Like, so he's a hold for right now because if you try to trade him to anybody, you're not going to get anything. You're going to get peanuts back. So at the very worst, you try to hope that he has a good game versus the Colts this week. You try to flip him and upgrade at the position. But even the the upcoming teams for, for his schedule, you have the Colts, the Titans, the Texans, the Cards. There is hope there in three out of those four matchups that he's going to put up some good stat lines for you. Yeah, just move on, Derek. It's it's done. Craig's <laughs> <laughs> very on. negative you, on you're, that. You're, you're watching the same thing we are. He had, he had a great career and uh, was able to rest a lot with Coleman there. And now it's uh, and I don't even think Ito Smith is great. I just no. I that's what yeah, I mean. There's nobody not, from within not. there. There's nobody from within is going to take that role. I think everybody needs to just breathe and just you know go light a candle in church. Like I, I said, I think Atlanta. <laughs> I think Atlanta has uh, Chuba Hubbard in their sights for next year, and and the Devonta Freeman uh, era could potentially end. But uh, Derek Brown is with us. Of course, he does some great DFS work. Also. Writes for the Fantasy Black Book, which of course is a huge seller in uh, in fantasy. Uh, let's let's start a little bit to look ahead here, Derek. Why not to the uh, to the upcoming week? And um, and I know that you'll make your final DFS projections. I'm sure by you know Thursday or Friday. Got some time on that, but you got to make a decision on Thursday night's game, which is the nightmare game every year. Seems like these two teams play every year on Thursday night. Maybe they don't, and it's just me. It just feels like it. But Titans and Jaguars Thursday. Ugh. I got to tell you, you know, Thursday night football is bad, Derek, to start off the week to knowing that you're going to have to get ready for a Thursday night game. But this is just one that just reeks of defense and low scoring. Uh, is is there usage here for anyone in this game? Fournette, Henry, do you believe in Chark at wide receiver? Let's touch on these two teams, Tennessee, Jacksonville, early part of the week. I mean, you got to feel good about Derek Henry. What we wanted to see that the Titans are going to do, and, the, and they're feeding Henry. That I mean, see, you start him regardless, obviously. But as far as the rest of the players in this game, I mean, who do you feel confident about? I, I mean, I think you roll Delaney Walker out there if you have him because he's going to get, even in a low-volume passing offense, he's going to get work. We've seen that so far. He's going to get reds on work. But past that, who, who do you feel good about starting? Mariota, any of the pass catchers, the Jaguar side – outside of Fournette is just absolute dust. Uh, as great as Gardner Minshew, people want to throw that out there. 
I, look, I, I get unbuttoning your shirt all the way to the bottom, the, the mustache, the fact that he looks like Burt Reynolds, younger clone. Look, that, that's all great <laughs> things, okay? It, it's wonderful. But in real football, yeah, I mean, he's he's basically the, the second coming of Chad Pennington at, at best. <laughs> I, so, I, you know, I'm not looking to, to rush him out there for anything, and those pass catchers for Jaguars are – I mean, you can't start anybody with confidence, even when we've seen out a chart, because Minshew does not have the ability to push the ball down the field. And I, I just, yeah, it, it's, no. but you're no. right. I mean, I feel like every Thursday night, it's pretty much Titans and Jaguars. And it's just, what type of jersey are they going to wear? And how it's ugly is it? That's what all we got. Yeah, yeah that's right. pretty much, that's the most interesting thing to watch out of that. I'll tell you what, the Jets would love to have Chad Pennington right now. They'd kill for Chad Pennington if they could get him <laughs> off. So is he available? Is he out there? Uh, I know you tweeted this morning, and by the way, Derek is one of the best people. If you play fantasy football there, you need to be following him on Twitter. He has great stats, great stuff out there. It's at dbro underscore FFB. And I know you tweeted out something this morning about uh, AB receiving five red zone targets, and that put him tied for third most in the NFL right now and that is amazing considering he played just 33 percent of the snaps so i guess my question to you is if ab continues to be on the field and a patriot and we know we can all just you know wait on that issue what does this do to josh gordon's value potentially because i know everybody loved josh gordon once they had that oh my gosh he's back and he seems good and after that first game oh it's terrific and then we see ab in this offense and oh my goodness now now what happens to josh gordon He's a dart throw wide receiver three. I, I feel like if anybody got whose value got nuked the most, because Edelman's going to get his, he operates in a totally separate structure. Yep. Yeah. And so his role is solidified. He's not going anywhere, but as far as Gordon, his, his value just got nuked. I mean, he's, he's going to have some ceiling weeks, but good luck knowing when they're going to come. I mean, unless you're just playing matchups and for DFS purposes, I think his, his price is going to continue to drop and, there are going to be some weeks where in tournaments you're going to want exposure to him, but season long, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I, I, I feel I feel like the owners that own Gordon, it's like now having a fart in your face of some kind. You know, <laughs> you had to do it. You just were waiting all day for that, right? Like, yeah. you know, that's, you know, that's pretty I, much how you get pink eye right there. You, you, you know what, Eric? Here's you know, Joe and I have gone back and forth a lot with Antonio Brown, and here's you know, kind of you know what I'll say to this is I have still have zero trust and faith in Antonio Brown making it through this season. And I understand that for the time being, it may be a, a tough go of it to have to start uh, Gordon. In fact, in a league that I'm in, I think I'll probably start McLaurin over him just going forward. But I am I am not giving up on the situation at all. Only because, And I'm a Brown owner in one of the leagues that I have. But, but Derek, I, I, I don't know. I just don't trust it at all that something again won't happen before the end of the season. And we've seen this before with certain players. And look, I'm not throwing any medical conditions on someone because I don't know the player and I don't know Antonio Brown. But if you remember in the past, these same sort of things were happening with Josh Gordon himself. Uh, if, if you may remember, Chris Henry was another player on uh, on the Bengals who everybody was in love with for a long period of time. He kept having Pac-Man Jones played a lot of games in the NFL, Craig. <laughs> Pac-Man Jones was really into the script clubs. Remember that? The script he was clubs. really into a lot of stuff. Oh, I know. Yeah. But be so, careful so Derek, because I don't know how re- how related Derek is to Antonio Brown. So I just want to put that out there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I've got <laughs> double moves that are similar to his, but past that, oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, I, heard, I heard when you write for the Quantum Edge, you got to put a helmet on, right? Yeah. Own, very, very careful for the quad edge helmet. So yeah. anyway, Derek, I don't know if you agree or disagree with that, but again, as as somebody who is, you know, transparently an Antonio Brown owner, now in two of my most important leagues, 
I still don't trust the guy. I still think at some point this season, something else will happen. This guy skipped out on a football game on a team that was a good football team. If this guy's not getting the ball or something else happens in his personal life, I still would be concerned. I think there's a lot of risk with him moving forward. I so I, I think that this is the time to to buy for Antonio Brown. You trade for him now. I I I, I think that AB is definitely out for him and it whether it's a ring or whether it's it, how many problem children have we seen go to New England and then all of a sudden they're model citizens though. I mean, you talk about Gordon and he's had his off-field issues and things of that nature, but we talk about what wannabe bad boy Randy Moss, other guys that have gone, Corey Dillon had all the off-field stuff, and they've gone to New England and then put up productive careers. I, I don't know. I I think that A.B. is going to get even more involved in this offense, and considering what we saw on 33% of the snaps in the first game, I mean, in, in the game or two, you're not going to be able to get him from anybody. I, I just – I don't know. I, I think that the same concerns about Antonio Brown could easily be levied against Josh Gordon. And out of those two, I'm I'm willing to sit here and put my chips in on Antonio Brown. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, Chad, Chad Johnson, everyone said the same thing about two. It didn't work out after two weeks. So look, I, I can. Well, but, they, but that's what the Patriots will do, right, Craig? I mean, Albert Hainsworth didn't work out either. And they right. cut him. Like, if, they don't, right. if you don't work out, they'll cut you. <laughs> like that's right. it. Like, and that's what care. I'm saying could happen to Brown. I, 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 I am not. Uh, listen, uh, until I see the guy play. He's already derailed a lot of fantasy owners who took him because he didn't obviously play in week one. That's a huge deal. And somebody who lost in any kind of league, you're hoping for now to get kind of 20, 20% extra on the production the rest of the way just to make up for that pick. But what happens if something happens this week and he's on the exempt list? Do we go back and say, oh, here we go again. We're wrong again. Like, I, I just I don't I just don't trust the situation. So. Uh, and I'm a risky, I'm a risky drafter. I'll take a lot of these rookie running backs and these rookie wide receivers and play for a lot of upside. I bid. $200 out of $1,000 in a fantasy league last week with all this nonsense going on for Antonio Brown because I'm playing the game. But when it comes to the player and it comes to the individual, I think it's a different scenario. That's uh, what I was trying to illustrate there. Um, okay, so uh, Derek, real quick before you go, tell us a little bit more about Quantum Edge and the things that you're doing uh, with them so people can find you and obviously catch all of your work. Yeah, so for the Quant Edge, I'm coming out with two weekly articles. Uh, they usually drop on Thursday and Friday. One of them is covering... Uh, wide receiver cornerback matchups. We have a, our wide receiver cornerback tool, which goes into coverage types, positional alignments, QBRs, catch rates, everything. So a lot, it's basically, if you want to look at wide receiver cornerback matchups, it's that on steroids. Uh, so I have that as one of my weekly articles. The other one is 10 sets to win your week. And the uh, applicability to that is just across all formats. You can apply it to DFS. You can apply it to Dynasty, Redraft everything betting props like all these different things like i really try to cover the full gambit about useful actionable content to get people revved up for the week well derek thanks again for coming on really appreciate it and i look forward to catching up with you again soon thanks for coming on the show absolutely thank you for having me all right derek brown with us and we'll take a quick time out here on the show we got our best of hour number one coming up then in hour number two we've got some buy low sell high players In fantasy football, you're listening to FNTSY Radio. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia, and we'll be back right after this.
This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now, my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea. Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. 800 That's 800-804-7060. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. Here is why it's hard for me to sell high on Dalton, Joe. I, like, there's so many other quarterbacks who have gone down that, like, if you're selling Dalton to someone else, doesn't it have to be that Dalton is your backup? Like, if you're starting Dalton and you have no one else, how can you sell high on him? It is difficult. It has to be the perfect storm where you have a lot of QB depth. Like, if you're a team that has... How if it's a super flex where you got four quarterbacks on your roster? And I have some like that, that, you know, because that's how important quarterback is in that particular scoring where it's six points per touchdown and all that stuff. I'm just looking ahead and I see the Bills on the road. 
I see the Steelers on the road. I see the Ravens on the road. I see the Rams on the road. I see the Jaguars coming to Cincinnati. Those are all situations where I don't feel great about Andy Dalton, even in garbage time, potentially. So I think what you've seen out of him so far is, hey, my gosh, look at these numbers in Andy Dalton. Oh, my God, look at the fact all these quarterbacks are dying, and that makes for a perfect overpay. And I just think that you're seeing a situation where these quarterbacks are coming on the waiver wire now, like Bridgewater, like Daniel Jones, potentially, like Mason. Rudolph and Jones are going to be the quarterbacks the rest of the season here pretty soon. And we'll be right back with more fantasy sports today, hour number two, if you're listening live or if you're listening on demand. This is FNTSY Radio, 